welcome to the third episode of the Urban Herbalist Podcast. And today we're going to talk about detox. Taking a little bit of a shift from the herbs because in detoxing, herbs are the helpers. What you really need to do with detoxing is it's diet related. What you ingest. And with me again is Brett. Hello! Because <laughs> he's the king of detox. <laughs> <laughs> detox and retox. <laughs> Now, there are many different ways you can detox your body, and it's, it all depends on you. If you're on medications, if you have health issues, obviously you can't really do a fast without checking with your health care provider. And, of course, our disclaimer, we're not doctors, we're not medical professionals, we're herbalists. This information is not intended to diagnose, treat, or do anything for disease and whatnot. And we do recommend you check with your health care provider before you make any drastic changes in your diet and adding any herbal supplements to it. So Brett, what's your favorite detox? Well, I mean, it depends. Um, I like to do sometimes detoxes uh, periodically throughout the year. And my favorite herb to detox, um, going back to the last nutritive tonic, is dandelion. Is a really great way to detox your liver and to remove any um, bile duct blockages or anything in there. So that, along with a combination of like slippery elm and also rhubarb root to kind of get the excess stuff out of your colon. Um, I prefer a gentle detox. And I also like to, whilst we're, whilst we're detoxing and adding in our nutritive tonics, I like to remove things from my diet that would cause any kind of inflammation. So I kind of stick to an anti-inflammatory diet taking out sugars, processed grains, things of that nature. How about you? What do you do to detox? Well, the key to detoxing your body is your liver. Your liver is what takes all the crap out. It cleanses your blood. It takes in all the excess hormones you may be producing. And surprisingly, you'd be amazed at how much soy your body takes in. Mm -hmm. And soy can lead to too much estrogen and it all gets dumped in your liver. You know, they always talk about liver and alcoholism, so alcohol affects your liver. Your liver your liver is the dumping grounds for your body, so it's important to detox that when you're going through a detox. I like one of my favorite detox foods. I love lemon. I do take a lemon water every day. I love pineapple. I love a fruit detox. I can't really do fasting. Uh, my lifestyle just is not good for that. I work the night shift. I don't sleep regularly like people should. So you, the detox you do is a lot depending on your lifestyle, your health, and there's many other environmental factors around you, the people you live with. I still have my son home with me. So it's hard for me to fast because he likes to have dinner every day. And if you're going without food and you're cooking up burgers for him and you're sitting there starving. So I have not had much luck with fasts. I Years ago, I would do a fast for three days, but I can't do that anymore. So I like a fruit detox. I love lemon, pineapple, mango, papaya. Pineapple and papaya have really good digestive enzymes in them. And just doing a fruit-only detox for a few days really cleans me out. Mm -hmm. The supporting herbs I like, I like dandelion. I also like burdock root because burdock root not only cleanses your liver, but it also cleanses your blood too. 
and yellow dock root is also great for cleansing out your liver. What do you like to focus on when you're cleansing? Um, what I like to focus on really is rebalancing the body. So I tend to stay away from the fruit because my body tends to be a little bit more on the acidic side. So I like to focus on restoring the alkaline balance. So yellow dock, dandelion, um, burdock root are definitely part of my detox blend for sure. Um, Cause it does help you re-alkalize your body. <clears throat> And it also helps you to support your blood and your liver in your elimination. Um, dandelion is really great for cleansing anything out of the kidneys as well because it is a really strong diuretic. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like to do it that way. Yeah, there's different ways that you can cleanse. You can do a fast. You can do a fruit cleanse. You can do a veggie cleanse. There's a lot of cleanses out there that are focused on vegetable juices. Mm -hmm. um, I also like ginger. Ginger is really good, um, stimulates the digestion, and it really helps kind of regulate the peristalsis of your, you know, of your intestines. Peristalsis, if you don't know what that is, is the squishing motion where it gets your poo out of your stomach. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't love a good poo, right? Um, so, you know, ginger helps your stomach release its contents sooner. Um, and that's good because if you have too many contents in your stomach, tends to become very acidic and it tends to do a fermentation process, which produces a lot of gas. So anything like, right? I know. <laughs> As I, you know, <laughs> sometimes during a detox, it gets a little windy. Um, so I think ginger's a, ginger's a good herb to get rid of that gas along with um, also fennel seed. Um, making um, make fennel seed and ginger into a strong decoction and take that along with your detoxing um, your detoxing supporting herbs another important thing to remember to add into your diet at that point in time is a lot of fiber um, so adding things like bulk fiber like psyllium um, psyllium is really really good for kind of scrubbing out your colon and your large intestine and also you can add things like uh, you can also add things like aloe vera, and um, that will also help to, you know, kind of push things out. Because really what you want to do is you want to get the water and squish it into your intestines and combine with that fiber and flush everything out of your system. Sometimes you do need a little bit of a bulk fiber to get that extra colon cleanse. Um, and then I think the most important part I like to remember with the detox is reintroducing healthy bacteria. So I always, after doing a detox, will start then a stronger round of probiotics to replenish what I have brushed out of my system. Detox is a personal thing. You have to really listen to your body and everyone's different, everyone's needs are different. So listen to what your body needs. If you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling run down, you're feeling low on energy those are all signs that you could use a good detox another thing is I go by the time of year winter I I don't like detoxing in the winter I like I it's cold out I like my food I like my warm comfort food but when it hits to be about March or April then my body says yeah it's not just time to clean the house outside it's time to clean the house inside mm -hmm. So March, April, that's when I like to start a little bit of a seasonal detox. And as a personally, I like fruit. Um, you have to listen to your body. Some people can't take a lot of fruit. Some people can do the fast. Some people can do vegetables. 
I also like to incorporate food combining when I do eat after I get done with my fruit cleanse for a couple of days I follow a healthier diet and food combining is not something that's talked about very much not at all but as for your body to digest fruit it really needs to be taken on an empty stomach otherwise it's it does not digest well with protein or carbohydrates mm -hmm. food your body produces different digestive enzymes depending on whether you have proteins or carbohydrates and what food combining does is you eat proteins alone with vegetables or you eat carbohydrates with vegetables. Vegetables are pretty neutral. They can go either way. But you don't want to mix your protein and your carbs. And you want to give your body ample time to digest what you took in to get it through your system to balance the digestive enzymes out again. And pH is important. Absolutely. My diet yeah, it can be a little bit acidic. I, I don't eat normal. <laughs> because I don't sleep normal, I don't eat normal. So there's days where I will just have fruit and vegetables and that'll be it. There's days I'll have protein, but I listen to my body. My body tells me what it needs. And that's more and more people need to start doing that, listening to mm -hmm. your body. If you tune in every day, when you wake up, tune in to yourself and feel, you know, check in. I call it my daily check-in. Check in to see if something feels funky. Uh, you're starting to feel run down. You're starting to feel sinusy because that's the time to act. If you're coming down with something, you don't want to wait till you're full blown sick and then decide to do something about it. If I wake up, I feel a little sinusy. I will add a little cayenne to my lemon water. You have to act right away because that's the key to preventing a very bad cold. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And another thing, segueing in from feeling ill. When you detox, you can have symptoms from it. Sometimes they can feel like mild cold symptoms coming on mm -hmm. because you're flushing all the crap out of your body. It's got to come out. Right. It's known as either a detox flu or sometimes when you switch over from a carbohydrate-dominant diet to a protein and fat-dominant diet, your body switches it out and kind of gives you a... Um, kind of releases all the toxins into your system, and it's known as either a keto flu or a detox flu. So you have to pay attention to that, which is another reason why you should, if your body's not used to detoxing, ease into it. Uh, don't go, if you're used to eating Big Macs every day, don't go on a three or four day fast because that's too much of a shock to the system. You got to ease your body into it and just do what you can because not everybody can fast. I was reading Dr. Sebi's books and, and he's talking about fasting for weeks on end and I'm like, oh, hell no. I need my food. Uh, yeah, no, I need my food too. <laughs> <laughs> I, what he talks about in there is great, but I just don't have the kind of lifestyle that would support that. Absolutely. You have to take your lifestyle into consideration and also like what your current state of health is. You know, our bodies are in such a state of dysbiosis from, you know, the toxins and the chemicals and all the plant estrogens and things that we eat. Less is more. You know, but taking those small steps every day to detoxify your system really make a huge difference in the long run. So it's really slow and steady wins the race with detoxing, not get everything out of your system in one day. You know, so that's, I think, one thing that we have to pay attention to and one thing that we definitely have to be aware of. I love the idea of the daily check-in. I do that as well. Um, I think it's really important to intuitively listen to your body and ask your body, what do I need today? 
like what am I craving? And is that craving something that's related to a food that I'm eating or a food that I need to incorporate in my diet? So listening to your body is so important. Now, when you want to embark on a detox, uh, first thing you should do, especially if you have any health conditions or any type of, you're taking any kind of medications, check with your doctor because there's some medications you have to take with food. Mm -hmm. And that's something that your doctor would know. If you're normal and healthy, um, plan it. You have to pre-plan it. Figure out what you're going to do. If you normally eat healthy, you can do a more stricter detox than somebody who eats a lot of crap. They may want to ease into it and plan. I wouldn't go all out on like a one week or two week. I would just try for a couple of days of limiting it to juice only, fruits only, vegetables only, mm -hmm. and give it a couple of days and see how your body reacts. Also look into different types of herbs you can use to supplement. Like different herb teas are good to sip on while you're fasting. Uh, dandelion is good, burdock root tea is good, ginger tea is good, any of the herbs we mentioned before, mm -hmm. just make it into a tea or a nourishing infusion, which is a little bit stronger than a tea, and you can sip on that throughout the day, and that will help your body release the toxins and help it flush it out of your system. And when you come out of your detox, do it gently. Don't, go out, don't come out of it and go out for pizza. Eat a healthy meal eat something with vegetables, eat something with protein, maybe something with rice, something that's going to be gentle to your system because, again, you don't want to shock it. Right. You need something that's going to be easily digestible. And one thing you want to watch out for is any prepackaged detox that you find in the store. Please check the ingredients because a lot of them do use very heavily stimulant laxatives like Senna or Cascara Sagrada, um, things of that nature. So you want to look for things that have a gentler laxative like aloe vera leaf or juice and also rhubarb. Um, rhubarb root is a really great way to give you a little bit more of a push without your body becoming dependent on a stimulant laxative. And aloe vera juice is something that you can find in a store. It comes in a container. You can just drink that every day. It tastes like ass. But I tell you, those, <laughs> it does taste like ass. It um, really does. I haven't tried the flavored ones. I don't know how, how they are, but... I don't either. I'm I'm a purist. I don't like really any additives, and I just take it down like a shot, grin it, and bear it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It does taste awful. Yes. Um, it definitely has a very... Um, it's one of those herbs that you can really taste the bitter. Um, so that's something that you want to mix with things like lemon juice um, tends to be a really good mixer with the aloe vera. Um, and also you can mix that with other fruit juices like pineapple juice, cranberry juice, anything that's going to be really supportive to your system as well. I would recommend pineapple juice because I think I agree with Bonnie. Pineapple is amazing. The amount of um, bromelain and quercetin and other compounds in there that really help with your whole body function. I just, I love pineapple. <laughs> I do too. And if you ever have a sinus, Bonnie was the one that turned me on to this, but if you ever have sinus issues, the bromelain, not only does it help you break down tissues, you know, when you're eating meat or a heavy protein diet, it also helps you break down the production of mucus and kind of dries up that mucus and has a very strong astringent quality. So if you are getting sinusy or you're feeling that mucus run, head for the pineapple because that will dry you up. 
Yeah, I've got a, I have a sick kid upstairs right now, and I've eaten two pineapples this week. And <laughs> I've stayed healthy. I have not gotten sick, and he's he's getting better. Mm -hmm. But that, that's the key. Somebody in the household is sick. That means you got to act. Right. You have to be proactive. Uh, start taking your vitamin C, zinc, quercetin. Is that how it's pronounced? Quercetin. Yeah, quercetin. quercetin. That's how I pronounce it. Yeah, and. Um, I've had my lemon water, and another thing that keeps my sinuses going is cayenne. Mm -hmm. I'll put cayenne pepper in my lemon water. Uh, when I go to work, if I'm feeling a little sinusy, there's almonds I buy that have wasabi. Oh, yeah, the wasabi is so good. Yeah, western wasabi has horseradish root in it. And even just getting the, the almonds with the wasabi flavoring mm -hmm. has enough horseradish in it that it will loosen that up. Yeah, really anything stimulant is going to loosen up mucus in your system and get it out. And then um, something like pineapple has the bromelain, which will dry up the mucus, and also high concentrations of vitamin C. So it is going to work on your immune system as well as it works on your mucus production. So the key is with detoxing is diet and supplementing with herbs to flush all the crap out because all the processed food that we eat, mm -hmm. it's... And even with some of the vegetables that we eat, there's toxins in those. You can't always get everything organic, and getting everything organic can be kind of pricey, too. Absolutely. So it's important, especially with our diets here in the West, is we really need to detox every so often. I used to do a detox with every season. Mm-hmm. I've, I've not been as good lately. Neither have I. <laughs> uh, it's twice a year for me now. You know, usually when spring rolls around and when fall rolls around, that's usually when I do my detox. Yeah, and you can find some really great teas out there that are for detox. And also, Brett touched on this earlier, the prepackaged ones with the very stimulating herbs in them, the Cascara Sagrada and the Senna mm -hmm. Leaf. Beware when you're looking at the Super Dieters teas out there. Most of the diet teas out there have those stimulating herbs in there, and you you better know how those react to your body because right. and know when you need to have a bathroom nearby. That's right, and sometimes it says 8 to 12 hours to work, and sometimes it's a little bit sooner than that, depending on how your body chemistry works. But the one caveat with those things um, and those herbal combinations is that your body will develop a dependence on the stimulating laxative because what it will do is it goes into your body and it activates your nervous response and squishes your intestines even harder. So it stimulates an extremely strong... Um, you know, peristalsis action in your intestines. And what it will do is make your body dependent on it. So you want to use teas like that only in the case of emergency. I would not recommend those for regular detoxing or even detoxing at certain times during the year. Definitely gentle is better. So focus on your fiber and focus on herbs that are, um, herbs that are, <clears throat> excuse me, speaking of mucus, herbs that are uh, moistening to your system, like marshmallow leaf, marshmallow root, anything that's going to be mucilaginous, so that it kind of gently eases things out instead of giving you like the ring it out from the inside out. Um, because that I think is going to give you a stronger action in the long run. Like we said before, less is more. Um, you know, so starting off gentle and letting your body kind of react into it is also going to avoid some of the heavier symptoms of a detoxing flu. 
And not to mention, when those when you gotta go, you gotta go. That's right. Those herbs don't play. That's right. And it's coming out. It's one. It's two. <laughs> it's three. It's eight times four. You know. So, you know. Sometimes. Um, you know. Sometimes it's very. Uh, sometimes the actions for some detoxes are very very strong. Um, and also some detoxifying foods that you can incorporate into your diet, as I'm learning today, is pumpkin. <laughs> oh, dear. I know. You know, it's um, pumpkin is a great way to add extra bulk and extra fiber, but pumpkin also has compounds in it, both pumpkin seeds and the pumpkin flesh, that will remove any intestinal parasites or bacterial overgrowth, like H. pylori and things like that, will remove that from your system. Um, but, you know... Be careful with foods like that because sometimes you'll get what I like to call the pumpkin poos. Um, so just be cautious and listen to your body. And what I've also what I've added to my diet recently is sauerkraut. Yes, fermented vegetables. Yes, yes, that's great for your gut health. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking a couple spoonfuls of sauerkraut, and I just I leave it in the fridge when I get up in the afternoon from my morning nap. I just I don't want to cook anything because let's face it, I hate cooking. Right. But I'll go to my fridge and I'll take a couple spoonfuls of sauerkraut. You know, and it works, and yeah. it has like that really nice pungent flavor. And I like the raw, organic, um, live culture fermented sauerkraut. That's my personal favorite. Um, I think it really goes well, like on a breakfast. I think it works really well if you put it like with your eggs in the morning. Just having a little bit of a fermented vegetable. If cabbage is something that does not agree with you, you can also ferment things like carrots, beets, um, and other harder root vegetables. You can ferment them as well to make a really good kraut. Or kimchi, um, if you're into the Asian flavor of the kimchi. So there's many different options for detoxing your body, and I think it's really important for everybody to do some type of detox at least a couple times a year. And you really have to listen to your body uh, find out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. I can eat pineapple all day long. That's not good for everybody, but for me, I feel great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't eat pineapple all day long because my body is not very sugar and carb adapted. I'm definitely somebody who's more of a fat and protein adapted person just because of my lifestyle. And um, so, yeah, pineapple and fruit cleansing may not work for me, but it works for Bonnie green juice cleanses and using a lot of bitter herbs might work for me but it might give Bonnie a bad reaction so you really have to listen to your body and try it once if it's not reacting well with you switch to something else because um, with anything that's detoxing or with anything that's tonifying to your body you'll know um, you will definitely know right away if that reacts well with you or if it doesn't so change it up, you know, because we are kind of like our own little science experiments, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and so it's really, you know, try it. Um, because like like we said, what works for one body might not work for everybody else's. No, so you really have to tune in and listen to what your body wants. Like me, when I cleaned up my diet, I was doing this program called Wild Fit. And I ate a lot more vegetables. And what it would do, it backed me up. I didn't expect it to. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would have thought, ooh, all this fiber, I'm going to be regular. Not, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so um, I've had to figure out, I didn't want to turn to the, to what we call crap teas. Let's be honest. They, right. <laughs> they make you crap. Yeah. So we call them crap teas. 
So I've had to incorporate more fiber, psyllium husk, and lately I've been eating chia seed pudding. If you eat chia seeds, make sure you let them soak for a while before you eat them. Yes. Just warning on that one. But the bulk fiber is what I've needed to turn mm. to to help me eliminate. Everybody's different. Um, as far as any type of books out there, the detox book is, that's my favorite is the Dr. Sebi one because he's got so many different options in that one. What is your favorite detox resource? My favorite book is a book by Maria Noel Groves, and it's called Body into Balance, an Herbal Guide to Holistic Self-Care. Um, it actually came out recently within the last couple of years, but she really does a great job of breaking it down like each system, and a huge portion of her book is focused on digestion and elimination because really your health and your immune system starts in your gut, you know, so rebalancing your gut is a huge focus of hers. And I totally appreciate that. So once again, thank you for joining us on the Urban Herbalist podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at urbanherbalist at yahoo.com. And Brett, where can people find you? You can find me at www.oraclebrett.com. And I can at www.urbanherbalist.com. That's spelled H-E-R-B-A-N-H-E-R-B-A-L-I-S-T.com. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, be well. Be well. Thank you.